G'day trail runners. Welcome to another episode of the Trail Runners Experience. I'm your host, Daniel Ferrugia. I'm super excited to bring you today's episode. I had a wonderful chat with Malcolm Law of New Zealand. Malcolm has done some incredible things to raising money for charity. He's raised close to a million dollars for various charities over the years. And he's done that in the form of incredible running feats, uh, such as the 7 in 7, the 50 in 50. And he's probably bagged more mountain peaks than any other runner in the world. And I say that in all seriousness. Yeah, and he's also now the race director of one of what is being sort of um, seen as one of the hardest new races on the calendar and that is the wild its first installment will be coming up in december 2022 and we spend a fair bit of time talking about that today so enjoy today's episode and prepare to be inspired basically very close to where that that race actually finishes you know it's that was and so that was sort of deliberate when I first moved to Adelaide my wife and I we looked around where we'd like to live and we thought maybe we want to live down near the beach or maybe do we want to live near the hills and then we thought the hills would be nice I mean and they're they're definitely hills here they're not mountains like you guys um you know the but um, so we they're opted, pretty nice hills, though. I really enjoyed that run. Yeah, it's good, and it's got. I think it's got enough challenge in it. Like Urabilla, yeah, yeah, I mean, fifty-six sure. k's. It's about two thousand, bit over two thousand meters of of um, rise and fall. Yeah, that's, that's that's a bit lumpy, isn't it? Yeah, and the the terrain here is, as as you probably you may remember, it's real rocky. The ground, and I still, yeah. you know, it's so very um. Yeah, it's tricky. But, you know, I think that's it, just the fun thing about trail running is different terrain. I mean, I've, I've spent time, been in New Zealand a few times and, yeah, it's just a different, a different game over there. It's, uh, but, you know, you've, um, I'm just looking all, at the, Yeah, they've all got their own charm and their own uh, challenge, haven't they? So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. very hard to, you're not comparing apples with, with apples when you talk about ultras in Australia versus ultras in New Zealand. It's, um Absolutely. Um, I yeah. very much. I'm very grateful for what I've got here. You know, like them, them, the climbing might not be to the same degree as somewhere like New Zealand. Yeah, you could or, be living in the middle of Sydney. Actually. Oh, exactly. <laughs> That'd be a lot worse. I mean, <laughs> I mean, especially right now. But um, but yeah, gen, you know, the, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Adelaide's very good in terms of the city. You know, it's a good proximity to the trails. You know, you can be in downtown yeah. Adelaide. You know, it's not a huge city, but then bang, you can be up on the, some nice trails in inside 20 minutes you know yeah, and, nice. um, but yeah and um so you're based in in wanaka is that correct yeah yeah we're a wanaka based um, oh, lovely part of, yeah yeah have you have you visited yes i was there at the beginning of last year in january i went over for the oh, um yeah. ultra easy um oh, right, yeah yeah that, that was a good one and um i actually do believe that we have crossed paths we cro- I, I think if memory serves you were standing by the side of the track early on um at some yes. i think down near by the river or by the lake sorry down um, by the lake where there was a little washout and and the council and their wisdom decided we needed a marshal there to guide people through yeah that's right yeah that's so ironic. dangerous you know we're about to climb these these crazy beautiful mountains <laughs> where with cliffs, yeah. but that was the most dangerous part of the course <laughs> well actually they weren't they weren't even going to let terry 
use the track at all. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I, su I suggested to him, look, tell them you're going to have a marshal that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, just had, we, we just had the big flood, which is why that had happened. Uh, Wanaka was, yeah, got pretty, you know, the, the lake level came right up and washed out quite a bit of the lakeside trails. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's all, that's all fixed now. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But I mean, you're really spoiled for choice there in Wanaka. I mean, you've got so many beautiful mountains around you, but you've also got the, the lovely river there and the lakefront. Yep. And so you've got, you can run flat or you can run mountainous, can't you? Yeah, there's not much in between. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit, it's a couple of places you go in between for some small hills, but yeah, it's basically no, got a beautiful. Yeah, no undulations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, uh, that's um, fantastic, Mel. Um, so you are, um, yeah, obviously one of the reasons why I wanted to reach out for you is um, oh, a few months ago I got someone, one of my, I'm a, I'm a running coach, and one of my, my athletes sent me the link to this, this mysterious new race that was going to be in New Zealand <laughs> and it was, um, that I had to apply for and it would just – and I and there was a video, and I looked at, it, I watched the little video, and I was like, "That looks beautiful." And I like, and then I saw the stats. It was some, you know, the crazy elevation, and and I clicked away. I was like, "Get out of here! I don't want to do that." And I just, and then I got sent. This, <laughs> and then a few days later, someone sent me the same video. Another another friend of mine sent me the video, and I was just, and then so the seed got planted, and then sure enough, I I applied and. Um, now I'm in. Oh, I'm ready. I'm we did accept you, did we? That's good. Yeah, that'd be that'd be I, embarrassing for them. I know. I wouldn't. Oh, this would make for a really awkward conversation, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> it wouldn't it? <laughs> Maybe that was my plan all along, just to confront you. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, I was very happy to get accepted, and now I've got to. Um, I've got a bit of time to train and get ready for it, but it's already become. It's a long way off, but I've got the focus. So the race is, of course, the wild, and so, um, I guess. It, to me, yeah, maybe you want to. Um, oh, you've just you've removed your hat that said that there is the wild. It, it has got the wild. Yeah, it's uh, as we're doing this by audio. There's really no yeah. point wearing it. I'm, I'm, I'm That's okay. It's <laughs> a visual. Off it goes. I'm going to keep my head cool. Not a visual medium, is it? The uh, the podcast, but it's just <laughs> for us. But yeah, um, no, yeah. So the wild. It's a a new ultra. And it's been put together by your, and you're the the evil mastermind behind it, or maybe say, the the genius. Or and I know there's not just you. There's a lot of people involved. I guess I want to yeah. know a bit about it. I really want to dig into this race and how you came up with the idea. Sort of your backyard. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I think um, those that have been on certain parts of the course have uh, described me as something of a hybrid of what you just used there. Evil genius, I think, was the, was, was the uh, common denominator. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, there's definitely some evil to it, but um, I think the, the genius, if I dare say, lies in the, lies in the fact that it's, a, it's just a stupendous journey. And um, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of gobsmacked that we, we haven't seen the like of it already in New Zealand. No one else has um, come up with, with doing it. What do you, what do you um, mean um, in terms of the elevation or just the, the area that it's well, in? Well, we, we have got, we have got uh, at least one race that will give you similar elevation over, over the same kind of distance. Um, but what we haven't got is something that I would call a pure journey, you know, a nice clean loop through the mountains, nothing yeah. convoluted about it at all. 
no loops within loops or out and backs. It's just a really clean, natural line through the mountains that takes you back to where you started up to 50 hours later. Um, Amazing. And, yep. and it encompasses some iconic mountains. It encompasses some quite secret places that not many people have been to. Um, and, you know, right throughout the scenery is just gobsmacking and the challenge is unrelenting. So it's, I think it's got everything that people who like mountain ultras crave for. Um, Beautiful. And, you know, that was, that was the idea in putting it together, certainly. Yeah. No, I am. Um, so I guess because um, there's, there's three races involved, isn't there? There's the 100 miles, the 50 miles yep. and the 20 miles. And Correct. I think none of them are something to sneeze at, are they? They're all pretty tough in their own right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah for sure i mean the, the i mean the 20 mile is very doable for anyone with with, with the modicum of fitness yeah. um you know the first half is first half is, is is very sweet downhill trail um you get a bit of uphill trail again quite quite um you know nothing too arduous but it does finish all three races finish with a um, a ridge line that will <laughs> <laughs> that will scare the bejesus out of some people, particularly if they're in, particularly if they're doing the hundred mile and they're into their second night and they're forty plus hours deep into a race. It's dark and they're not thinking straight. It's yeah. going to be an interesting place to be. So um, we're certainly giving a lot of careful thought to that one in terms of safety planning and yeah. um, how we marshal it and, and just make sure people are safe, which we're, we most definitely will do. But it's it's it's, it's going to be an interesting interesting place to be. Yeah, no doubt. I um. Yeah, so I mean, as I say, I've got eighteen months to uh, get my my mind and body ready, and I think a lot of people, it's already for me. That's for twenty twenty two. It's the race that that'll that'll shape my whole year. That race is getting my, my preparation, and I think I love the idea of a um of a big loop or um, starting or finishing where you started, mm. because. I feel like when you come, when you do a big a race like that, where there's a, or even a point A to point B race is quite good as well, um, where you feel like you've been on a journey, you know, and you totally. do, you, and, and you feel like, a, I almost feel like I'm a different person when I get to the end of a run like yeah. that. And I'm sure you can relate to that. It's kind, of, it's, kind of, it's kind of weird how you get that feeling from running around in the big circle and ending up where you started, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the, the A to B, I mean, there's only two formats that interest me really. Luke, yeah. Luke, Clean loop and, a, and, a, and an A to B. A to B is probably the most genuine journey you can have because you are yes. literally going from A to B a yes. rather than A to A. But it's magical how it still works in a loop, doesn't it? You still feel like there's some point to it, even if all you're doing is getting back to where you started. It's, it's, it is bizarre. And I, I think there's that sense of coming home when you are coming back yeah. to where you started. Yeah. And I do, I do like that. Um, I enjoyed that about the Ultra Easy in... Um, well, last year when I did it, and uh, the the um, but you know, like it's just a yeah, it's going to be a, a really fascinating experience. And I suppose I'm just curious about this. There's a one of your quotes you see on your website for the wild is it's hard because we made it that way or something to that effect. Um, and yeah. what I mean, what's what's the deal with making it hard? And I mean, don't get me wrong. This is someone who loves the challenge. We're talking about for the miler, eleven thousand meters of climbing, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and and a lot of that will be running along ridge lines and whatnot. And uh, so, um, what? And this is where we're going to delve into a little bit of your your own experiences as a runner. And 
what's challenge? Why do we challenge ourselves? Why do you want to make it so hard? <laughs> you know, um, I think. Uh, I mean, for me, a, a huge part of the inspiration behind the event, behind the course, um, for the miler at least, um, is the hard rock, um, which to me, as well as many other mountain ultra runners I know, is kind of like the holy grail. Yeah. And three years ago, I was lucky enough to go out to Colorado and fast pack it over five days um, with our mate Anna Frost, the two times winner. Yep. Who is um, signed up for the wild, I imagine. I think. Who is signed up for the wild as well. Yeah, yeah. great. Um, and it was such an amazing experience. Um, yeah. We, we, yeah, so we fast packed over five days. We had a day or two off. And then Hard Rock itself was happening while we were still in, in the town. Uh, and I had the great experience actually of um, being the pacer that brought Andy Hewitt across the line to be the very last finisher with about two, three minutes to spare. Oh, wow. <laughs> inside the 48 hour cutoff. So, which, which, which is still by far and away the greatest running experience of my life yeah. was, was getting Andy to that point. Um, so the entire experience, mass packing it, being a part of the event, um, just left a huge impression on me. And coming back to New Zealand after that, it was like, we've, we should have something. We've got, we've got the mountains for this kind of thing. Yeah. We, the, the whole, um, the whole mindset is changing towards ultra. People are looking for bigger and bigger challenges. We've got to do something that is like the hard rock of the South. And that was kind of yeah. like my, that was my template in my, in my brain when I started yep. seeking out a course where we, where we could do something like that was it's got to be a loop. It's got to be clean. It's got to be a pure journey. No, nothing convoluted about the course. Yeah. It's got to just make, it's got to flow and make sense. And it's got to be at least as tough as hard rock, <laughs> which, which it kind of, well, it's going to be really, really interesting to see what kind of times people do because yeah, I think the killer, the killer with hard rock is the altitude. You know, you're yeah. up there at um, between three and four and over 4,000 metres for most of, the, most of the race. We haven't got that kind of altitude, but I think what will be a surprise to many runners, um, particularly those who are used to running well-groomed North American trails, mm. is the nature of some of the terrain that we're going to be putting people out on. Because as you say, we, we've got some very long, rich running sections, and really there we're following animal tracks at best. Yeah, and uh, two or three of the climbs are basically just straight up the side of a spur to make a ridge line. Oh. There is no trail. There will be no markings. <laughs> you, you, you just you just got to find your way up to that to that to that ridge, and off yeah. you go. Um, yeah, and and you know some of that is like waist high tussock. There's rocks and there's spiny Spaniard, one of our beautiful prickly plants mingled in amongst it and it's slow going and it really takes the energy out of your legs yeah so yeah i'm kind of thinking the nature of the terrain will probably be pretty much have the same impact on times as the altitude does in hard rock so i'm expecting yeah. the finish time to be very similar so uh, would that what do you that, what, what would be the, an elite finish time then do you think if a hard rock it's what is it 20, 25 oh, if, anyone, if anyone's going to go under 24 hours, it is going to be a world-class athlete. 
yeah. without a doubt. It's going to be a you know Killian Jordan if we get him here, or, uh, <laughs> or, or, so. or yeah, Francois, I mean, or you know it's going to be it's going to be someone of that ilk that, that yeah. can go under twenty four um, without a doubt. So I you know I think I think your your Joe Blow athletes are going to be like Hard Rock. You know the median finish time is going to be somewhere around high thirties, early forties. That'll be me, probably. I'm, I, I would say I'm the, um, the, the middle uh, or the, so the front of the middle. That's where I, you know, would usually be yeah. in a race. Like, yeah. Yeah, so, I, think, I think you'd probably, you know, if I, had to, if I had to guess, I don't know you at all, don't know you're running. Yeah. Um, you're probably going to be somewhere around the 40-hour mark. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, um, I did, you've got I 50, did 100... so, you know, if you have a bad day, it's not too bad. I did a, <laughs> I did a, a mile uh, a few months ago just under 24 hours, but it was with with not a, with only a few thousand meters of elevation. Um, mm. So I did 23 and a half. So, but that yeah. So I think, but this is a different different ball game altogether. This is this is a journey, and you know. So um, no, I'm I'm in for it. I'm I'm excited, and it's like I say, if I'm going to put my body through um, through that kind of punishment, I want it to at least look good. You know, I want the ter- I want the, the some of my surrounds to look good. I yeah yeah. I recently did a What's... um yeah. That's the I guess that's the whole point of trail running, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, that was, I mean, that and that is again fundamental in in the way we put the course together. We've deliberately stayed high on ridges for a long way because once you're up there, the views are just. Ridiculous. Yeah. So that'll slow um, me down alone, just looking at all the views without Yeah, feeling, yeah. yeah. And, and, oh, look, I think every, everyone out there should spend, should, should take half an hour long and they should just them, appreciate the views and take a few photos. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. um, it's you know, a lot of it is on land that you, um, you, you're not supposed to be accessing any other time. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is private land that we've, that we've, um, that we've been blessed uh, with permission to use. And, right. uh, so, you know, there's not too many opportunities to see some of these places and uh, they definitely need to be savoured as well as as well as race. Yeah. What, what's the um, highest point of the race? It's just shy of 2,000 metres. So uh, Mount Cardrona at the top of the Cardrona ski field. I think it's about 1,950 metres. And that's about um, 100 k's in, isn't it? So That's just shy of 100 k in, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But then yeah. you get a, a nice long descent after that, and I mean, you get a two thousand meter descent. Oh yeah. no, no, sorry, a sixteen hundred meter descent. Look, from experience with my with the little the little hills here, that's my weakness. Is and I mean, people go, oh, running downhill is great. It's like no, it can be worse than running uphill, <laughs> you know, mm, because um, that's where that's why I fell apart in uh, the ultra easy towards the end. There was a. Oh, I, I'm not sure what we were coming down, which mountain. It was the last mountain. It's about 20 k's of just downhill. Oh, it's, and, it's constant and, and, and bone shattering, isn't it? Yeah. My knee, my ITBs were just just, uh, just screaming, and I could bear. I just couldn't get a decent pace going at all. I had to. I, was, I did probably just as much walking on the way down as I did on the way up. Though some of those climbs, you know. Right, so yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, that's it's definitely food for thought, you know. And so I um. No, it's a fascinating um, race. So I love the idea that it also finishes, it doesn't finish down at the bottom of the, it finish, no. you're finishing up at um, at sort of altitude or about a thousand metres. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's, said, you have, you, have got, you have got a little downhill at the end. You, you do, we do give you the pleasure of a, a nice little run down the piste into the, yeah. into the finish line. But um, I, 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 I think it's going to, it is, 
one of the most brutal finishes to an ultra that you can have because the say that the final ridge line that you traverse before you drop into the the ski field at the finish yeah um, is is a bit of a munter <laughs> <laughs> a munter <laughs> it's, it's, yeah it's, so, it's yeah it's, it, it, it's a bit rough. It's, it's bloody steep in places. And each time you think you might be about done with the climb, there's another one there, there's another one there, there's another one there. So yeah. particularly in the dark, if you can't see what lies ahead, and if, you know, say if you're in the, the second night on, on your miler, yeah. it's, 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 it's going to be a mental battle, that one. I am. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that. But at that point, it's too late to ask for your money back, isn't it? So... <laughs> Well, you're already past that point, right? Oh, no. No, it's fine. I don't want no, it not. back. No, I know what you mean. But, I, yeah, it's uh, it's very exciting. Um, I'm really uh, just – I'm in love with that whole Otago region, you know, basically. It is – I've been to New Zealand a number of times and uh, the last time was being uh, January last year and I just – I absolutely love it. And But you're not a, a – I mean, you've lived there for a long time now, but you're not a, a true native, are you? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. Um, I hail originally from the UK. Yeah. Um, I've lived in New Zealand for nigh on 35 years, um, and we've lived in Otago for the last eight of those. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've been visiting Otago on a regular basis um, the whole time I've been here, and the love affair has been a, a strong one. It just gets stronger the more... The more time I spend here, and you're right, the the, the landscapes are, are dramatic. They're um, ah, oh, they they can they have a they have a certain bleak beauty sometimes, and other yeah. times they have a just a, like yeah, the, I mean the mountain the mountains are the mountains are the mountains are big. The mountains are um, they're jagged <laughs> and, and often the distance when you're running around these places. We're not right in the the big big southern Alps, you know. There's, yeah, <laughs> we're not scaling two and a half thousand meter peaks um, and and crossing glaciers, but you see a lot of that as you go around the course. So you're on a challenging ridge line, looking across at these massive snow capped peaks, and um, it makes for an amazing backdrop. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I guess to an extent, everyone um, takes where they live for granted but like i think mm. it, i don't imagine if you get out and amongst it on a on a very regular basis whether it's every day or most days i find it hard even where i live i live you know i'm i'm on the edge of a conservation park here and it's you know some, my, some nice trails i've got some beautiful trails right where i am and i never take i've been here for about eight years and you know we've got kangaroos and koalas all around us and i don't take it for granted but I think if I didn't get amongst it on the daily basis, I would get, I would take it for granted, mm. you know, like, mm. so I know, I mean, you're, a, um, I guess I'm sort of angling towards, I want to find out a bit more about what you are, what you have done. And I mean, it's well um, documented, you're incredible and you've done, been podcasts and your book and um, about your seven in seven adventure and your fundraising and then the 50 was it high fi high five oh uh, 50 and 50 yeah amazing amazing um physically and mentally and but one of the things that I'm, i was just mind blown about is you're i don't know how close you are in your life you've raised a significant amount of money 
for, for various charities. Um, and my big question is, have you cracked the million-dollar mark yet? No, just shy. We're still, I think, um, last time I totted it up, it sits at about 960000 Yeah. Um, so I'm still... I'm still um, yeah, I've got... <laughs> hey, I'm an yeah. ultra-runner. I'm goal-oriented. So <laughs> You know where this is going. Um, yeah, somehow so or other, I've got to get across that million-dollar line before I'm done. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the what the next thing will be that does that. It's not going to be anything of the um, scale and ambition of some of my previous fundraising adventures. Simply because I have turned the wrong end, wrong side of sixty, and the body the body does not recover the way it used to. And it's it's you know I've I've, I've suffered from chronic fatigue as a result of some of those things. Yeah. I don't want, ever want to go there again. So I, I have to be a lot more mindful. So. Now, now a lot of the fun comes from putting other people through that instead. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say because I feel like you you have got a bit of a fascination with finding limits, and I mean, mm-hmm. in a sense, you found your limits, your physical limits, with with what you did, yeah. especially with the fifty in, in fifty and fifty. So, like, I don't want to go right into the fifty and fifty. It's a remarkable story, and um, and what you did, and um, and just the but what you went through, but that really was put you in a situation where you are now, where you, you did that sort of lead to the chronic fatigue that. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it wasn't, um, it wasn't just the physical nature of the endeavor, um, but it was, uh, it was mental and emotional yeah. uh, exhaustion as well, because, you know, that was like a two year project, just pulling that thing together. And then yeah. there's the 50 days of the challenge itself, which are obviously very physically exhausting. But then I didn't. I did not um, give myself enough time to um, chill out after that, and I got straight into making the film, finishing the fundraising, and um, like I was just going at life way, way, yeah. way too hard. And yeah, just essentially burnt out, and boom. Um, yeah, a very miserable time for the best part of a year with that, and um, you know, not something I'd. <laughs> Not something I care to repeat, not something I'd wish on my worst enemy. No. Um, but I think it's a, a really um, kind of a good message that you're open, so open about that it, because I have heard you talk about it in various podcasts and, and you, know, you know, that it did, you know, we, and I, I do think that especially ultra runners, we're a little bit arrogant, a bit cocky, and it, you do need it to a certain degree, mm. but that when, oh, you know, we're never going to break, we're, you know, that we're yeah. never, you know, but... um. I think the human body, we, on a long enough timeline, it does have a a, a breaking point. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd, I'd certainly, I'd certainly started to believe in 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 that sense of infallibility. That you know, I, 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 my strength over the years was was not being fast. Um, I'm a, very much a middle of the pack runner, um, but I did seem to have a really good ability to recover from one day to the next, and yeah. therefore I could go and do these multi days multi-day challenges I wouldn't do them fast but hey I'd do them um and so I started to believe <laughs> I started to believe I was unbreakable yeah and um you're right with with that arrogance and with that um casual attitude to it um you really do open yourself up to a big fall and um I think I think you know it's clearly that the, the physical element is well understood but I think the bit that people tend to underestimate and um, which quite often is the final trigger in, in the 
that leads to the downfall is the mental and emotional stress. Mm. Um, we just don't take account of the fact that, hey, we're ultra runners. Yeah, that's physically brutal. We know that. But we're ultra runners who also have to live a, live a life, have a job and a family. And, and yeah. we, we, we fail to take account of the fact that, look, if we're stressed at work, that's going to affect us. If we're short on sleep, that's going to affect us. If we're um, stressed in our relationship, that's going to affect us. So I think, you know, as ultra runners, we, we need to be a lot more holistic in our, in our thinking about what a healthy approach to ultra running is. And yeah. probably a lot more of us need to be taking a lot more time either out or taking it easy than generally we do. Um, you know, it's, there's a lot, there's a, there's a lot of testosterone in this sport. There's a yeah. lot of, there's, there's a lot of, it's great because it's, it's, it, when I say there's a lot of ego, I'm, I'm thinking more of um, not ego in the, I'm the greatest, I'm, I'm, I'm super competitive, but we're all battling ourselves in that sense. Um, and and we, we take pride in, in being in you know in we take pride in our Strava record that shows we've done five thousand kilometers this year or, or exactly. whatever you know there's yeah all this all this stuff going on and um, we yeah we, as you say we we're, we're we fall into the trap of um, believing we're unbreakable and nobody is unbreakable no. everybody eventually will will crumble if they if they, if they don't manage it properly. Yeah, I always say, I mean, I always sort of think if mind over matter was so it was true, like why can't I run 100 metres in under 10 seconds, you know, yeah. because, you know, there are limitations on what we, what we want to do. But, I mean, you have to, you, I mean, I guess you have to go into it with that sense of, um, I don't know, um, confidence. But I, 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 um, I really um, I guess now what you're doing with race like this, and I know you've done a lot of stuff for the running community, like a, a lot of stuff. And um, I guess now you're facilitating the opportunity for people to find their own limits, <laughs> you know, yeah. like creating yeah. these mad adventures. And I guess, is that what you're thinking? Is that sort of the ethos behind it? Yeah. Yeah. It, um, probably not. Um, it probably wasn't a conscious decision to shift in, in that direction. Um, you know, I hadn't, I'd always said I'll never get involved in actually organising a race. That had been my position for many, many, many years. <laughs> and it was, it was that hard rock experience that changed that. Yeah. Um, and then, like, earlier this year, we went out and we fast-packed the, the five-day, we fast-packed over five days, we fast-packed the 100-mile course for the wild. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, all those little videos you've seen were, were taken wow. on that, on that fast-pack expedition. And um, it really came home to me then because it was like, you know, even, even doing it over five days, carrying a bit of weight, you're doing, you know, 30, um, 30 odd K a day, or a couple of thousand, a couple of 3,000 meters of climb. Yeah, they're, they're, they're decent days. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> normally, you know, if I'd been doing that under any other circumstances, it would all have been about, got to get to the finish, got to get to the finish. This is all about me finishing, doing the, completing the challenge. It's all about me getting there. And, not once in the five days that I think that, but what I was thinking was, oh, my God, we are creating something amazing here for other people. They yeah. are going to love this. They're going to have their minds blown by this. And it was a completely different mindset. Even when we got to the finish line, it wasn't like, oh, wow, we've made it round. It was like, 
this mm. is gonna be cool for people yeah so it was a very different sense of reward from all the stuff I've done in the past and um having realized that was a big part of the reward it's just it's just motivated me more and more to yeah bring it to fruition and and, and do it as well as we possibly can yeah it's, it's so good it's so exciting and I um yeah I'm one of those people I get very oh, I mean just when I climbed up Roy's Peak during the ultra easy and I got to the top there which is a very for those that don't know Wanaka area that's it's like very touristy climb it's a, it's a big it's a long climb but and it was the first but I got up there and I, I mean I was I was like well I'm in for a big day from now from here on out yeah. and and I but I just I was, yeah it's it is next level beauty you know like if you've not been to New Zealand it is when you when you think about like the textbook definition of what a mountain looks like you know yeah. that's that's what it is you know and um there is I mean there's a certain energy that comes out of it and so uh, yeah I think I can see your, your excitement about creating you know creating this mission for people and I guess it's still a long way out we're still almost 18 months out from it um happening and so yeah I imagine that would be almost, it's probably, given the current state of the world, it's probably a good thing that you've got a bit of time. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, yeah, well, originally it was going to be December this year. In fact, yeah. I think very originally we somehow thought it would be December last year. That <laughs> was never, that was, we were never going to get um, our shit together in time for that. Yeah. But then we did aim for December this year. And um, when it became apparent that borders weren't opening as quickly as we anticipated they might and, Mm. this pandemic was still raging it was like well no that's crazy because it is the kind of event that people want to get on the calendar a year out they want to be it, yeah as you said it's kind of your prime focus for next year yeah. and it, you can't really have this as one of your well certainly not doing the miler you can't have it as a, a as a b race it's it's no. got to be a prime focus Unless perhaps, yeah. I mean, yeah, and, it's, and, and even, that means getting on the calendar a long way out. So even someone like Killian, it might be one of his A races. <laughs> you know, you oh, know. I would hope so. Oh, so <laughs> He'll yeah. be too busy. He's probably going to be too busy doing schemo in Europe. But hey, well, oh, you yeah. can dream though. And we, look, we know people who know him. We might, we we might, we might. No, 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 no. There's plenty of <laughs> amaz no. amazing athletes out there that I'm sure. I mean, you've already got a couple of great athletes signed up for the event, haven't you? And um, have you got um, have you have the hundred miler? Has it sold out yet, or is it? Um, have you still got places uh, going? We're, we're getting we're getting close. So we originally had 150 places, and on the on opening night we sold 135 of them. Yeah, um, which was which completely blew us away. Yeah, um, video, so those, videos, now, those videos sorry? were bloody. Those bloody I, videos, yeah. they did it. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think I think they probably helped things along. My yeah. good friend Ben did the, did the did the filming for that, and he did a brilliant job. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, um, but we we so, got another fifty places, so we now we now have two hundred. Um, oh wow! Last time I looked, we've got about thirty places left, so we're not. You know, we're 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 not got. We've asked okay. and we've given permission. We've given the warrant of wildness that you have. Don't yeah. You? Yes, I uh, do. We've given, out, we've given out more than two hundred of those. So there are yeah. people sitting on their warrant of wildness that haven't used it yet. Um, but we know that you know there's more than two hundred people have qualified. But um, still going to get in. Yeah. Their entries in yet. So yeah. yeah, if people attempted, I probably wouldn't hang around too long because two hundred is definitely the limit. It won't be won't be going above that. 
Yeah, I think logistically you're going to have a lot on your hands even with 200 people to make sure yeah. the, the welfare and whatnot of, of everyone out on course. And I can't, yeah. I mean, having known, I mean, doing races and stuff here and you know what race director, the, the stress and anxiety that race directors go through over the period when, from the moment the race starts or from well before it starts, but particularly during the race, you yeah. know, they don't, you um, the, and the 50 miler, how many places have you got for that? Is that a, have you got a, more people? Able? Yeah, we've got, we got 300 spots on that. Um, and we've currently, I think we've currently sold, we're definitely over half those sold. I think we're sitting at around 160, something like that. So there's still, still a fair few places on that. And, you know, I personally, if I, if I was going to enter, which obviously I'm not going to, uh, I'd probably be going for the 50 mile. Um, <laughs> To, Tell me I mean, now. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Not too yeah, late. There, 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 is a, there is a great allure to doing, to doing the 100 mile, but you know, you know in advance that you, you're in for a suffer fest. Yeah. Any 100 miles, 11,000 metres of climb with a 50-hour cutoff, yes. you know you're in for a suffer fest. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not to say that you won't have type 2 fun and that you'll get to the end and go, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. But there will be some very deep, dark patches that you have to fight through. That's guaranteed. That's oh, part and parcel, um, mate. Yeah. I think the 50 mile is, it's a really, you, you, do the, you do the same course for the first 65 kilometres. So most of it, you know, most of, most of the 50 mile course is, is the first half of the 100 mile course. Um, and you share the, share the same finish as well. Um, so it, it is in itself, again, a, a perfect loop. Um, yeah. A beautiful and challenging journey um, and you know it's going to really push people who aren't used to big mountain running yeah um, but you're going to get to the end you're going to have a massive sense of achievement even you know, yeah <laughs> even though it's cool. only 50 miles it's 80 odd it's 80 odd k in the mountains it's a big run you're gonna have a massive sense of achievement but you're not going to have to go through those deep deep dark places Maybe not, not as many. <laughs> so, it, it, you know, there's, there's more type one fun as well as the type two fun sprinkled into the mix of the 50 miler. And it's yeah. a stunning journey in its own right. And, so, yeah, you yeah. get all the, some good stuff as well mixed in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've got what's well, funny because here in Adelaide, I've already got um, a number of friends that have signed up for the 100 miler. Two, I've got two, I know, at least two people I know who have signed up for the miler. And one You've of them. a lot of people coming over from Oz for it. It's great. I know. Well, they bloody they better make it easy for us to travel over there. Otherwise, I'll have to oh. get a get a canoe and paddle over. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know that would how make for an interesting little duathlon, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. But um, so yeah, got a few friends, and I guess people, you know, itching to get over there, and um, and because like once the the borders do open more internationally, you'll have there's gonna. I, and I personally think there'll be a lot of internet like athletes from the northern hemisphere that will want to travel as well because. You yeah. know, because of, and so, you know, hopefully, and, but at the end of the day, I mean, the quality of a race isn't just about how fast people run it. You know, it's, it's obviously there's, there's so much more to it. It's the community. And that's why we, I think, um, I love the community of the, the trail running community wherever I go, you know, it, it, have ever been. It's sort of, there's the same sort of sense of camaraderie, you know, it's almost yeah. like an unwritten law. Um, it is, it is. Yeah. It's, um... It's a special thing, and you know that's again something that Hard Rock has in Spades. Obviously, and it's, we we 
we're not trying we're not trying to do a di- we're not trying to be a direct copy of hard rock but there's there's so yeah. much that's good about that event that you want you want to be able to incorporate in, in, into yeah into something that is inspired by it so that whole um family feel that they've that they've created and which you know most doctors have um is is very dear to our hearts and it's something we're really trying to work hard on uh, making sure we we create uh, yeah and maintain over the years because you know hopefully this will still be going when i'm uh, dead and buried yeah well it'd be a hell of a legacy um that's for sure <laughs> um yeah. you know i have to get i have to get bastard into uh, put on my grave <laughs> well yeah, yeah that that that's what everyone will be calling you probably in that last section that you've described oh. earlier I'll be yeah. very disappointed if they're not. There's no point. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's no point in designing a, a hundred mile mountain um, ultra unless people call you bastard at least once on the way around, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But no, I um I absolutely think it's fantastic. And um, that, that's one of the things I wanted to ask you. Like you've been, you've done these amazing adventures in the, on the trails, and you've been involved. You've been a part of the trail running community, I guess, on an international level for a very long time. But like, how how much have you noticed the things have changed even in the last five to ten years like it's really just grown you know and what do you think about the direction of it in the future yeah i mean gosh it has i mean the the well trail running per se has grown massively um you know even 10 years ago i don't know that we really even used the term trail running no Uh, it came out of north america didn't it i mean i've been i've been running on trails <laughs> yeah. off road for 25 plus years um but we always used to just say well i'm a runner uh and yeah. we run in the bush or i run off road we didn't actually have a it wasn't a title for the sport we were just a, a runner of another another kind yeah um and now it's a very well established term it's a very well um uh very well organized uh sport and growing at exponential rate it would seem yeah. um but certainly the um i guess the the biggest trend of all is, is the trend towards ultra distances and um ah oh, it's I, I i i have really i do have mixed feelings about it and it, it's quite yeah. it's quite tricky because i'm one of the last people that should ever um i'm in no position whatsoever to discourage people from 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 doing ultras i've i've done quite the opposite for yeah. a long time but i but the caveat is that i do i do worry a little bit that um more and more people doing ultras not because they really want to or because they're physically well suited to doing it but they feel they should and that they're not yeah. worthy unless they do and Oh, like when people I say, say lot, I see a lot of people. I yeah. see a lot of people who are really, you know, it's like, oh, why don't why don't, why, don't you, why don't you do it like a twenty five k and really enjoy it? Yes, that's, yeah, you know, and and there is so much good stuff happens from five k through to forty k. Yes, not an ultra race, and yet in this day and age, they just. They haven't, yeah, people, people somehow feel that they're not worthy of doing those distances. 
and 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 that bugs me. That 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 kind of upsets me. I did I did a race. Um, I don't I don't do a lot of racing these days. But I went up to Auckland a few weeks ago and did yeah. um, the winter series of races there. Uh, it was fourteen kilometers. And yeah, excellent. It was brilliant. I just redlined it the whole way. I had a battle royal with an old mate of mine in the same age group. And yeah. Like just went red line for an hour and a half and loved it to yeah. death and it's like wow that is better than any ultra i've run in the last few years which just turned into pity fest and suffer fest and <laughs> why does everyone want to run a long distance i don't know um, absolutely yep yeah, we, we yeah there's so much that's good about ultra but um i just don't want it to become the only thing for people to aspire to in running because there is so much more to it yeah, I, uh, I I feel very much the same um, same way um, because I mean a twenty or half marathon on the trails is very different to a hundred kilometers on the trails, you know, or whatever. Because you can, it's still an adventure. It is hard, but you have to run it differently. You have to yeah. fuel it differently. You have to. I mean, I love that sense of going fast, and you you can't really get that sense in an ultra. You know, in no, an ultra, it, it's a plod fest, and it can. And you, yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah. And just, I think I I think we will. I you know, at the same time as like New Zealand's just about to have its first two hundred mile event that needs yes. to be in a couple of weeks time. Um, at the same time as we keep pushing out that boundary, I think there will be a counter trend. And it was interesting. I was up in up the west coast this weekend, just gone and reefed in at an inaugural. Um, ultra event and talking to a few people who like me were doing the non-ultra um alternative which was a, a lovely 33k course yeah and a lot of them are people who i would have been expecting to do the longer distance and they all said no i've kind of come to realize that i can't race ultra all the time and i've got to mix it up a bit and i'm really looking forward to going short and just going a bit harder yeah and i think i think that is the seed of that realization of a lot of ultra runners yeah the joy comes from mixing it up, doing different things, that if you do too much ultra and only ultra, that you become you become a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, you want, you know, a one, a one, a bit one dimensional. A, very one dimensional, very unidimensional yeah. kind of a runner. Yes. Uh, you, you become good at plodding and seeing your way through and getting yeah. mentally tough, but you lose, you lose the, you lose the speed, you lose a bit of the agility, you lose a lot of the stuff that's really gives you a hell of a lot of joy when yeah. when, when it's going well. So Absol I yeah. could not agree more. I tell you, an athlete, American athlete who I'm really um, a, quite I've been a fan of for a long time, got a lot of respect for him. He's a nice guy, and you probably know of him, uh, Sage Canada. Are you familiar? Oh yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, Sage, and he, um, you know, he's, he he's done a lot of great stuff. I know he's been to New Zealand and competed in a number of races, and. But he, his motto is any surface, any distance. That's and right. so I like and, that, yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's just like so in the summer he focuses oh in sorry, I think yeah, he mix he goes from the mar road marathons to back into the mountains. I mean he lives in Colorado and so you know, yeah. he's got the option. But like I, I'm a bit the same and I think my I would like to still be running till i'm till i am no longer alive you know i want that to be my but I, so i think if you want to keep the longevity in it you've got to mix it up a bit and um yeah. i never mixed i didn't for a long time like i 
I mean, this is still ultras. I've done a, quite a few hundred K races and people, for a long time, people were like, oh, well, when are you going to do a hundred miler? And I'm like, I don't really feel ready for a hundred miles, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe fitness wise, I'm pretty close to it. And it wasn't until this year I did, I finally did my first miler after years and years of running ultras. And it's like, it's not something I want to do real often, you know? And, and then I've had a lot of, we just had the first 200 miler here in like South Australia, we had the irrational South 200 miler. And, um, <laughs> and it was, it's not, a, and that was a suffer fest, but for different reasons, because it was just it was bleak and windy the whole time. And I had a few guys who I coached in it and they did really well, but I just watching what they went through and I was so impressed with them. But I'm, I, and I said it, I said to my wife, she can leave me. If I ever sign up for one of these, <laughs> he has, I, like I have no desire. I mean, I'm not, I'm 42 and I figure I've got probably another 10 or so years of pretty good running, um, bef- but I don't want to shorten it by going out and doing 200. I'd, yeah, no, thank you. I do like the idea of a miler of 100 miles where you can just, it might be the best part of two days and then that's it, you know. <laughs> So you get it over and done with and not spend months recovering. But, um, yeah. but, these, but yeah, so I'd be interested to see how the, um, how, where this journey ends, you know, and because now also we've got the backyard ultras or it becomes quite a fascinating thing, you know, 6. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know where this, I don't know where it ends. Um, yeah. I don't know if that. Uh, yeah, it's it, the backyard ultras again are a bit of a mystery to me personally. I mean, I, I kind of get it. I get the. I want to. I want to explore the outer outer zones of what what might be possible for me mentally and physically. I kind of get the intrigue with discovering that. Yeah. But for me personally, I can, I can, I, I can, I can think of much more enjoyable ways of discovering those limits. And having you know having multi-day adventures in the mountains, um, yeah, it's funny. Which it's, which you know doing the doing doing the high five you know fifty peaks in fifty days. I I I found my limit. I, I have no doubt whatsoever that I discovered my breaking point. Yeah, but I had an awful lot of fun doing it. It wasn't going round around in circles in in some plantation forest and on the edge of a city. Yeah, and you know, I'm not each to their own. By all means, go for it. But yeah, it doesn't doesn't do much for me. Yeah. Well, in speaking of that fifty and fifty again, if you um, if I always look at races and any run as a as a democracy in kilometers, and I sort of think, <laughs> like, and you know, would you would the would the majority of your kilometers, um, did they fall into the negative or positive camp? You know. So the way I see it, like, I I call it a good run if because you always have bad kilometers or negative kilometers. Where you you know would you the overall experience was obviously that was good, would you say? Oh, the the, yeah. the bank the bank the bank account was definitely in credit at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bank yeah. kilometers was definitely in credit. Um, I had you know I had a, a a rotten period first couple of weeks with um in, injury and illness, and there was a lot of there was a lot of painful kilometers in there. Um, but when I popped out popped out of, from that, you know, it was a seven week um, seven week project and you know five of the seven weeks were, were glorious um and yeah. generally generally you know the first half hour of the day was hard sort of getting going again but then 
once we were going, I had fresh company each day. You know, I was going quite often somewhere I'd never been before. I was going into the mountains. I was climbing a peak. It was like, yeah, what's not to love? <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, no, it's amazing. To me, it's an absolutely essential element of, uh, I, I, you know, I don't, I, I can't go and suffer just for the hell of, just for the sake of suffering and discovering how much I can suffer. I, I need some adventure to go with it. I need some sense of exploration and journey yeah. and, um, and fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I make no apologies for that. <laughs> absolutely. Do you, do you have a, uh, a favorite trail that you, that you get out on on a regular basis? Like do, what's your, if you, your go-to trail? Ooh, well, I live in Wanaka, so we've got quite a lot to choose from. Sport for choice. Um, yeah. Favourite peak? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, really hard to come up with a... Yeah. I, I, I mean, t- to be honest, I, most of the peaks I around here have done lots of times. So to, to me, the, the, the best trail in any month is the one that I ran for the first time. Yeah, um, I, I just get such a buzz out of doing new, new stuff. But as soon as I've done things a few times, I, they even if they're mind mind blowingly gorgeous, they tend to yeah um, they tend to fade in my um, in my ranking. But the um, the Matatapu um, Trail here, uh, which runs from Lake Wanaka through to Arrowtown, yeah, um, and which we cover a bit of in in the wild on on the hundred mile course. Yeah. Um, and in fact, on, on on the fifty as well, there's a little bit of it. Um, that is that is a you know it's a 50, 50 kilometer run through there, um, and it's yeah that's that's brilliant. So um, yeah, I've had to, if you if you forced me in, in, into a corner, yeah. made me choose one. No, uh, I could run that. I could run that many 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 times before I got bored of it. That's for sure. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. No, it's great. No, I mean I I just think there's some trails that you get. I, you get a bit of a connection with. I know that, like, mm. on my local trails, some that I just enjoy for almost, I can't even put my finger on why, you know, I just yeah. enjoy running certain trails. They just flow nicely or they, yeah. you know, the view is good. Um, and, you know, different times of the year as well, different trails look different and they feel different. Um, so, yeah, but, I mean, I won't keep you for too much longer, but what I, I was going to ask you, so um, people – I want you to give us a final plug of the wild and whatever else you've got, if you've got anything else coming up in the next, uh, however long, the next 12 months. <laughs> yeah. So, Sorry about final what on the wild? Oh, uh, the wild. Give, us, give it a plug. You know, what have you got? I'll give it a final plug. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Sales so pitch. Is, is this the elevator pitch? Is it? Yeah, the elevator pitch. That's it. So yeah. why should we do it? <laughs> We, I mean, we just spent the last however long talking about how why we should. Yeah. It's a bloody. I think, yeah, it's um, it's pretty much it's pretty much summed up in the in the title. It's called the Wild Epic Mountain Runs, and we've got three options: twenty, fifty, a hundred miles. Um, but they are all epic in their own way. Um, they're all what I would call a very pure journey. They're a loop that starts and finishes at a at a fantastic place, Coronet Peak Ski Field. Um, they all go through stunning mountains. They're all a challenge, um, and I think will be an adventure that people will remember for for a lifetime. And yep. hopefully, you know, we have some people starting with the twenty, coming back to do the fifty, and eventually doing the hundred. Yeah. Um, 
it, there's, there's the opportunity there to progress through those distances as well. But um, yeah, certainly what we're aiming to give people is a, a lifetime of memories on, on on that. So yeah, fingers crossed and, we pull it off. Eh? I, I'm I'm so I'm very confident. I'm excited, and um, I'm bringing my whole family and my wife. Most awesome. likely, she'll sign. My wife will probably sign up for the twenty miler. And we'll bring the oh, yeah. kids, kids as well. And I don't know, we'll yeah. have to bring some other people to take care of the kids. And the, um, yeah, yeah. We're, we're basing the, 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 the start-finish line is up at uh, Coronet Peak um, ski area. Um, but the, the race village, if you like, um, will also be based out of Aratown, which have you, been, have you visited Aratown when you've been in I have, it like a historic yeah. mining town, isn't it? Yeah, really cool old mining town. Yeah. Um, a bit like bright in some ways um yep. i've not been to bright but from what i understand yeah i've been to bright yeah yeah lovely mm. lovely little old little town it's it's to me it's the probably it's trail central for new zealand right to me it's the best town for trail running because you're straight yeah. out the door you just got a plethora of trail to choose from and it all goes into the mountains uh where we're running on the wild so yeah. it's, a, it's a really good base. So we'll be doing um, briefings and most of the prize giving uh, registration in, in Aratown. Um, so it's a really good place, place for people to base themselves. And if you're coming with family, there's lots of other stuff for the family to do. And lots of nice sort of low-level river trails around there as well for people to jump on a mountain bike and go and explore. So yeah. it's, um, I think it'll be quite a yeah, nice family-friendly setup there as well, Yeah, which is um, something we want to achieve. It's so good. Um, and the last thing I wanted to, I, I just can't wait. I just wish it was this year, but I'm sort of glad, in some ways I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's not. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise it will just get cancelled anyway, probably because yeah, of yeah. <laughs> um, But um, the uh, last thing is your, your film, I haven't actually got a, had a chance to watch it. Where can I find it? Where can a, a person find um, the, the high five? Oh, 50 the movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you go on to um, if you go on to Vimeo, Vimeo, yep, Vimeo, and you search Fifty the movie. Oh, there you go. Um, Fifty, as in F I F T Y, not numbers. number. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's available on 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 Vimeo. To you can download it from there. Lovely. Um, so the, that's the uh, yeah, it's a full length uh, hour twenty nine is on there. It's also a festival length version on there as well. Yeah, fantastic. Um, um, yeah, I'll um, I'll find the link and then I'll share it on the in the show notes because I think there's a lot of people who do love a good uh, running documentary, and um, I'm one of them. And so this, cool. yeah, yeah. So Thank it's you. very good. I can, I can, yeah. I'll, I'll flick you a link if you want uh, when, when we're done. Yeah, great. Um, there's featured in there. There is actually two two of the two of the peaks that we go over that you'll be going over on the wild. Um, are featured in the movie as well, so another another way of getting a little look. I'll take some notes. Um, yeah, yeah, but of course, if you want, if, you, if people do want to get a really good sort of close up look at um, at the course, um, then that series of videos we've got on YouTube, um, which uh, you can get a link to from our from the website from the Wild website. Yeah, uh, which is thewild100.co.nz. Um, they give a really good, um, really good picture of. Um, just how spectacular it all is. Yeah. I've got one more question for you. Um, yeah. What would you, your best training advice be? Someone, who, I mean, this is coming from you, like the mountain man. 
what would the best training advice be for someone who doesn't live? I mean, I'm actually pretty lucky because I've got some hills. But what if you're coming from somewhere for the flatlander who wants to run the mountains and he's going to come over and do the wilds? Oh. <laughs> uh, get here early <laughs> <laughs> and run up all get the mountains. Here three months before. Yeah. Um, in all seriousness, like um, be fit. <laughs> it's really, really, really hard to train for something like this if you don't have decent-sized hills mm. round about you. I mean, to give you an give you an idea. Probably the biggest continuous climb on the wild course is something around 1,500 metres. Yeah. And there's um, there's three or four climbs of 1,000 metres in, so in, in excess of 1,000 metres in, in one Vertical game. And, yeah. Vertical so, game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you really you, – you can't replicate that doing a 100-metre climb over and over and over and over. You, no. You've really got to find you've got to, you need to you have to travel somewhere and find some health. And for me, it's it's not about trying to run up those things. Um, I but the best way to train for the wild, I think, is to put a weight on your back. Um, you put a, a decent sized pack on your back, fill it up with, <laughs> with, with rocks, rice, rocks, whatever yeah. you need to you know get a good five, six, seven kg in there. Yeah, and up and, and down. hit those hills and yeah. um, poles. Bring your poles and practice with your poles. And yeah, um, I've got my poles. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. And, and and as you rightly said right at the start, um, it, you know you you need to be you need to be hill strong and hill fit to get up the hills. But what's going to crucify you if you're not properly prepared is the downhills. Yes. So yeah. the downhill training is every bit as important as the uphill training. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, what goes up must come down. Um, yeah, and um, no, that's that's pretty good advice. And I will, um, I'll, I'll take it to heart too because I, yeah, like it is, it is. This will be my hardest thing to date. Even if I was only doing the fifty miler, I reckon it would have been. <laughs> it's going to be the so the so it's very exciting, and um, yeah, Malcolm. Uh, so it's been really great talking to you today, and uh, uh, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, thank you. Enjoyed it. Yeah, plenty of our listeners will be super excited to hear about it. And I know that you're you're known in the South Australian running community here, I think, from your various adventures. And we've got a few Kiwis that that um, have infiltrated us here in Adelaide. I don't know why they would. I'd be over there if I was them. I'd trade uh, places. <laughs> I, I didn't embarrass myself too much when I came over for your Villa, I don't think. So, um, yeah, hopefully yeah. people, people don't, <laughs> don't remember me. And, I doubt it. Yeah, I'm sure you did great. Um, well, we'll say farewell to the podcast here, but don't go anywhere. So thank you, Malcolm Law. Thank you, Daniel. Lovely talking to you.